Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3 episode 42 of this daily study podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we take our usual pause as we do on a Monday uh, from the Come Follow Me materials. We have a look at some listener comments from the Facebook group or any emails that have come through uh, and also something else that I've been studying for this week. As always, uh, you're more than welcome to share what you've been studying on Facebook, whether it relates to the Come Follow Me materials or not, and these and those may feature on future podcast episodes as well. So if we have a look at the Facebook group, first of all, uh, some comments uh, have come through this week. First of all, about what we talked about in last Monday's episode, where I shared the example of the Ten Virgins and how uh, that can relate to us preparing to return to the temple when, uh, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic eventually uh, moves forward and, and and starts to have less of an impact on our day-to-day living. Um, and if, you know, are we going to be the white, like the wise virgins or the foolish virgins and be prepared or not prepared uh, to enter the temple and take part of the blessings when the bridegroom reopens the doors, as it were, to the temple? Uh, Diana Purcell um, said this, uh, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts about the parable of the ten virgins and applying to our current situation and returning to the temple. I think it's important that we learn to live the principles taught there in every facet of our lives. If we can be prepared for the short term, it'll definitely help in preparing for the ultimate goal of the second coming. So definitely agree with those thoughts there from Diana. And thank you very much for those. Um, We also had a couple of comments um, about, uh, first of all, the the, the Lord preparing um, the small plates of Nephi for the future day when they would be needed uh, to replace the lost pages of the manuscript and how the lord um prepare may be preparing us for a future time in a way that we don't fully understand and how uh, that applies uh, to to us um comment was made by mary place uh, saying i love this insightful thought to me it's exciting to think that god our father is so invested in, in our eternal growth in all ways and in all of our days couldn't agree more with that uh, mary thank you um i think that you know, being able to recognize that, that our Lord uh, is so interested in the details of our lives is such a comfort and such a blessing. Uh, and of course, the example of the, sm- of the uh, small plates of Nephi um, to replace the, the lost 116 manuscript pages is a great example of that and how it can apply to our lives as well. Uh, and finally, there was a comment uh, on the note that I made about uh, Hiram Smith. Uh, and ha- and how in general, Joseph Smith's family uh, were convinced of his pr- prophetic call. Of the people who were probably the most placed to know of his faults and his weaknesses, um, they were they were dedicated to the to the truth that he was a prophet. Uh, and I think and I said that I thought that that says something about you know the truth of this call. Um, Mary Place uh, said this. Sometimes family members can be our worst critics. It is evident that the Smith family was so spiritually close to one another. And that and that and that prepared them to listen to Joseph with open hearts. I couldn't agree more. Again, with that comment, uh, I think that we read often in the, kind of the, the Joseph Smith history and uh, the history of Lucy Max Smith and others that the the Smith family was a very spiritual family. They read their scriptures together. They they prayed as a family. They were concerned for the welfare of their souls, and uh, and this obviously will have helped Joseph in his preparation to be the prophet of of the restoration. So that really brings us to the end of the comments uh, and the thoughts from that have come from the Facebook group and from email. So once again, if anything comes to mind, whether we're studying 
whether it's in the Come Follow Me materials that we're studying or anything else you've been studying, please share it on the Facebook group through email and on, on session at gmail.com through whichever platform you wish. Uh, and I'll, I'll look to share some of those in future podcast episodes. To finish today, I want to just point you toward and signpost you to a wonderful uh, devotional talk that I was able to listen to a week or two ago. It was actually given by Elder David A. Bednar uh, at BYU. Uh, it was given, I'll give you the exact date, on January the 19th, 2021. Um, and it is a wonderful talk about um, about the covenants uh, and the temple. Uh, and obviously, you know, we just, this kind of links in really well with what we spoke about last week, about preparing to return to the temple. Um, he, began, he begins with talking about the Nauvoo Exodus and about how uh, people, you know, were preparing for this huge, um, difficult uh, trek westward. Um, and yet um, he asked the question, what gave them such strength? Uh, he says, quote, what was it that gave those early church members such strength? What fueled their devotion and enabled them to press forward in overwhelmingly adverse conditions? It was the fire of the temple covenants and ordinances that burned in their hearts. It was their commitment to worship and honorably hold a name and standing in the house of the Lord, close quote. He then shared some um, quotes and scriptures and examples um, of early saints who talked about how the blessings of the of the uh, temple brought them peace and joy and comfort. Um, for example, he shared one from Sarah Rich, uh, who described her experiences in Iowa in 1846. She said, quote, But many were the blessings we had received in the house of the Lord, which has caused us joy and comfort in the midst of all our sorrows and enabled us to have faith in God, knowing he would guide us and sustain us in the unknown journey that lay before us. For if it had not been for the faith and knowledge that was bestowed upon us in that temple by the influence and help of the Spirit of the Lord, our journey would have been taking one would be one like one taking a leap in the dark. To start out on such a journey in the winter, as it were, and in our state of poverty, it would seem like walking into the jaws of death. But we had faith in our Heavenly Father and we put our trust in him, feeling that we were his chosen people and had embraced his gospel. And instead of sorrow, we felt to rejoice that the day of our deliverance had come. Close quote. Elder Bednar talks about the fire of this covenant, the, the, the promise that it brought and how it gave the saints, the early saints, the, the optimism and hope to move forward in faith on their what seemed like a well and what was a perilous journey. He then um, likens this to us today, how we are in a very difficult times and we are in very uncertain times and how the fire of our covenant uh, can help ignite our spirits. I, uh, I won't be able to do justice what he shares because of the amount of, uh, amount of content he shared, but he talked basically about how there was four days between Tuesday, the November the 10th and February, uh, Friday, November the 13th in 2020, where some important things happened with temples. Um, basically, that um, there was a three-day warning given for a particular temple where in within North America, they were told that in three days, the all, temp, all operations and restrictions would be in place, which included the temple. Uh, and so they had three days in which to, you know, get the work done before the lights would be and the doors would be closed and the lights would be turned off on the 13th of November. Um, Elder Bednar shares, quote, Temple leaders and workers in one temple prayed earnestly for direction, counseled together and sought inspiration from heaven. Answers came. 
the decision was made to keep the temple open around the clock on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday to accommodate as many patrons as possible. The doors of the temple would remain open and the lights would not be turned off until midnight on Friday the 13th of November. Um, and I, I have to direct you, there'll be a, there'll be a, a link in the show notes uh, to this talk. I'll also uh, share it on the Facebook group, but um, he gives several quotes from members who were impacted by this by these days of miracles um and how you know safely with with the correct covid restrictions they were able to get a vast number of people to take their endowments and do their and do their work for their living ordinances um for example a, a two-year-old girl being surrounded by her parents grandparents and family members as they were sealed for time and all eternity um the sanitizing, the work that was had that had to be done to allow all these kind of things to happen was immense, and it was called Days of Miracles. And I, you know, I would really recommend and strongly recommend you go and read these some of these quotes, because it just shows you the the fire and the the spirit that that the temple ordinance is bringing to our lives. And for those of us that have been to the temple and obviously have not been able to go physically for almost a year now. Um, that should be fueling us and de- with dedication and devotion to be prepared for that day when the temples do reopen. So consider those covenants that you have made, the spirit that you have felt from them. And remember that even though we cannot enter the temple at this time, we do renew those covenants when we take, take of the sacrament. We renew all our covenants when we partake of the sacrament. And so remember our temple covenants when we're doing those things as well. And when that day comes, we'll eventually be able to return to the temple. Make that... Um, appointment with the Lord now that will be recommended to him to return back to the temple. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the study. Uh, Please do, as I've said, join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. You can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. I'll share that BYU devotional talk from Elder Bednar on the Facebook group and in the show notes. And I hope uh, hope to hear some of your thoughts. Thank you for listening. And until we meet again.